So, Disney Vibe Drive episode 129. And oh, we have one of the best female creators on the platform coming to the podcast tonight. I'm excited about this. She's here. She's in the back. She's ready. So let's go ahead and get this party started. Come Vibe Drive start now. What's up, people? This your boy, Viper, the man about tech. And welcome back to another episode of Fight Drive. This is the podcast about tech hosted by the man about tech. And tonight, we have one of the very best female creators on the platform coming to the podcast. Oh, yes. We have the founder of the Create Her Movement. We have the queen of the creative process. We have Miss Audrey Ember in the building. Hey, Audrey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. Thank you for taking the time to join me tonight. I appreciate you. Of course. Your intros are always amazing. <laughs> oh, you know. You know how we do. You know how we do. So... Given that this is your first time on the podcast, the first question I ask every first time guest, Audrey, what brought you to YouTube? Um, boredom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I was in high school when I started my channel. So it was kind of just like for fun because I saw I loved watching videos. So I was like, I want to make stuff, too. So it's kind of just entertainment for me at the time. <laughs> Has anyone answered boredom before? Um, no, but somebody did answer a bet. Oh, that's kind of cool though. How long have you been on YouTube, Audrey? Um, this October will be my fifth year, like technically. Fifth year, okay, okay. So you've been on the platform five years. Now you do a lot mm -hmm. of different like uh creative uh filmmaking uh tutorial vlog type uh things like that. Have you, yeah. uh, and I know it seems like from watching your content, you're still trying to search out that, that, that specialty, that niche that, that you, that will define you and what you do. Are yeah. you still in search of that or are you just like doing some more experiment in, in the meantime? I mean, I feel like it's a never ending search, at least for me. Cause I don't, I don't know. I, I know it's important to niche down, but I guess I just haven't figured out exactly what that is yet. Cause it's not like I'm doing just tech or just tutorials or anything so i'm trying to find i'm sure i'm still trying to figure it out basically but i have a general like topic that i stay in if that makes sense i don't know <laughs> mm. i'm trying to figure out something new but that's kind of hard to do you know so five years still trying to figure that out but i don't even know if i ever will like yeah it's all it's always never ending uh it's always a never ending thing with youtube you know like it takes so long for a creator to come on here get comfortable in front of a camera yeah. uh and then try to figure out what it is that they are passionate about and then they want to talk about so yeah i, I understand where you're coming from it's, it's, it's a lot yeah it's i mean i think that's kind of normal though it's it's just part of the like maybe sometimes it's easier to find a niche and kind of go for it but i don't know i feel like there's a lot of people who are just trying to figure it out so it's just part of the process. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Audrey, let's talk about Create Her. This is like a yeah. movement that you started last year. So, what is what? What was the driving force? What is what is the goal of the Create Her movement? 
I actually started it in 2018 now. Oh, okay. Which is like at VidSum in 2018. So, um, but the, the reason why I started Create Her was because, like, when I was in college, I was actually talking to a friend and she was talking about all of her favorite creators. And I was talking about mine. And she was like, Isn't it funny how all of your favorite creators are guys and mine are girls? And I was like, That's interesting. I never thought about that. Like, I never really realized that before so I started making more of an effort to find like women creators in the tech filmmaking space like online and I did find them I found like Sarah Dietschy and like Lizzie Pierce I remember like near the beginning so and then since then I've kind of just become more aware of that and I started create her because I made a video about it about why we need more female creators and then from there, it's just kind of started to be like a little movement. So basically, you can use the hashtag to find like other female creators work. And the whole point of the whole movement is to find, um, to connect and uplift women creators so that we can all just support each other. And yeah, that's basically it. That is pretty cool because I'm always talking about how there's a noticeable, a noticeable lack of female creators or female tech people or just women in the tech space in general. So it's cool that you saw that same thing in the uh, filmmaking industry and you decided to make a movement to try to bring more females together and interested in filmmaking and cinematography and things like that because it does seem like for the, the type of things that we're interested in, there's not a lot of female representation. And it's kind of sad because there's no reason why mm -hmm. it should be that way. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Like It's been like two years since I started this and I've already made a ton of new friends through Create Her which yeah. is amazing, like people who live all around the world. And it's been really eye-opening for me, like especially last year at VidCon, I had I held like a little Create Her networking session. And I don't even know how many people were in that room. It was definitely like 70 or something. They're all women who are interested in like filmmaking, tech, vlogging, like all that. And I was like, this is amazing because how often is it that you see like 70 girls in a room who all love filmmaking so that is awesome. yeah so after that i was like okay there are people out there like this is something that i just i just want to make it easier to like connect and find one another so that's the goal <laughs> so in one of your recent videos you were talking about fighting through a creator block so yes. talk about what happened when you when you when you experienced that creator block and what are some of the things that you can do or that you do to try to fight through that and try to get back on the right path yeah, so I think right now I'm kind of going through, or I have been for a couple months, going through a creative block, and it kind of sucks because with quarantine and all that, I feel like it's just making it worse. But, um, I mean, it happens, like, especially when you're trying to figure out what you want to do. I'm a notorious overthinker, so it doesn't help. <laughs> like, I'm definitely overthinking things way too much, and I think it just gets to a point to where you just need to make stuff and force yourself to make stuff and it might not be like ideal at first but hopefully it will get better um and like i've definitely had that mindset in the past when i've gotten creative block i think it's different this time because i'm like it's been a while like i've done that multiple times so i think i'm frustrated because i feel like i've done that already and i just you know like once you do that like four or five times it kind of is like why haven't i figured it out already <laughs> <laughs> um but 
literally, I don't think this will ever stop because it's it's just part of the process. So, but yeah, pushing through it, like put getting a schedule is really helpful. So being like, I'm going to upload once a week on Monday and I'm not going to skip that day. And so forcing yourself, even if it's Sunday night and you don't have anything, like you have to post something. Like that was me in college. I had a very strict schedule for myself and I would wake up at like 5 a.m. Tuesday morning and go like vlog in a parking garage and then come back and post that morning before class. So like that's how you get out of it, I think. Um, or if you just don't have any creative inspiration, I think diversifying your um, sources of whatever you're watching. So like one thing I did last year was I started watching more movies because I never really watched movies that much before. And I got so many new ideas from that. So those are kind of my two biggest tips, like have a schedule and diversify your inspira inspiration. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, crazy. Um, it's interesting that you brought up the point of using other content or consuming other content to get through a creator block. Um, that is a pretty cool thing to do because, like you said, then you can come up with like different ideas about things that maybe you didn't think about before. Maybe you find a new perspective on something that you were thinking about, but maybe you didn't think about it in that type of way. And then that inspires you to create new content. So that is a yep. pretty cool idea of consuming other content to break out of a uh, creator block. Uh, that's legit information. Definitely. I heard somewhere that Mr. Beast will take a dictionary and just flip through and stop on random words to get new ideas. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should try that. I wouldn't. Nothing surprising for me with that dude. <laughs> nothing surprising for me with him. I would. I wouldn't doubt it. Like he, that's something like that sounds like something he would do. Definitely. <laughs> Shout out to those of y'all listening on audio only this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Job with me and Audrey Ember. If you want to go check out her content, her information will be in the show notes. Definitely go check her out. She is legit. If you guys want to support the podcast, you have the option to buy me a coffee. That link is in the description. Not required, but anything that you're willing to contribute, greatly, greatly appreciate it. But the big thing, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating or review as it helps more people discover the show and help us try to get back into the top 200 of podcasts uh, or tech podcasts, excuse me, on Apple Podcasts. So if you are willing to have time, please go down there and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Tribe. So, Audrey, you did a video recently that immediately caught my eye. And it was Which so fun watching you, uh, watching you do it. You were unbothered like Kelly Stamp. Oh. <laughs> Kelly Stamp is legit. I love me some Kelly. That's like my guilty pleasure. Kelly Stamp is legit. <laughs> she is like awesome. Talk about the, the process that you went through filming that video because she is definitely unique in the way that she does her content um no that video is really interesting to make because her content is very different from mine so it was kind of i think she's the creator like i've done a couple of these videos where i try and like imitate other creators i think she's the first one who's really like outside of my niche on youtube um and but she's so funny. Like I immediately have been addicted to her content. She's pretty new on YouTube too. Yeah. Like I think she only really started like at the end of last year or something. So, but that video was really fun to make. But also it was more complicated than it probably seemed like when like in the video itself because Kelly's videos are very 
for anyone who doesn't know, like she's kind of a vlogger, but she's really funny. How would you describe her videos, Viper? It's kind of hard. The word that mostly comes up is quirky. She's very quirky okay. in the way she delivers her video, but she's uniquely her, which makes it so amazing yeah. because she is herself. She is uniquely Kelly Stamp. I mean, I mean, she calls everything <laughs> Stamp. Like, what she's like, she calls her people to Stampede, which is an amazing name. <laughs> <laughs> and she and she calls herself Professor Stamp in those type of videos where she's trying to teach you yeah. something. <laughs> and, yeah. I love, and, and the one word that I was looking for in your video that you didn't, I guess you uh you didn't use with messy. I love how she used the word messy. <laughs> oh, I was so sad that I forgot. Like as, when I was editing, I was like, darn it, I should have said that somewhere, and I really forgot. <laughs> yeah, she is pretty cool. She is cool people. But yeah. that's not the first time you've done that type of content. You have a whole series of videos on your channel where you are. You document other creators and how they do their creative process. So how did you come up with that idea of like trying to uh, imitate and document how other people uh, go through their creative process? Well, actually, my first, well, okay, second ever video, but I made it first. So that's why I call it the first one um, on my channel was technically like looking back in the video. I tried to recreate literally shot for shot another person's video. Mm. Um, and it's kind of ironic that now i still continue to do the same concept um and it's like the main thing on my channel um but i i don't know how i came up with that, that idea like at the time i just wanted to learn how to make stuff and i was like what's the best way to like get better fast and it's just to copy people who know what they're doing <laughs> um, <laughs> you know better so you just copy them and then it's probably not going to be as good but you still learn like a lot from that process anyway. Um, like that's how I learned how to edit. Like my first video to pop on my channel was where I copied Peter McKinnon's B-roll. And obviously it was garbage compared to his B-roll. I don't even think I shot in six, like I didn't even know how to convert 60 to 24. So it was absolutely not the best, but that concept has like translated over time and I still really like making that type of video. So. I don't know. It kind of just happened randomly, um, like when I started my channel. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool, and I don't, I, I don't know if I would say you're B roll garbage. I mean, obviously you were doing something right because you got the attention of Peter McKinnon. So, yeah. Well, the first video, like where he's reacting to my B roll, he literally said in the video, "I think you shot that in 60." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just watching. Like I didn't even know what that meant, but I was like. Yeah, so basically I got roasted by him, and that's how I learned. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how we all learn. I mean, at some point yeah. when we start out doing something and where we don't know how to do it, I mean, it takes somebody roasting us or showing us how to do it the correct exactly. way, and we learn, and then we get yeah. better, and then we become Audrey Ember. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I think that's like the best way to learn, right? You just copy people who are better than you. And no, we, don't, we don't copy them, we take inspiration. We, we don't take copy. inspiration. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you just like you copy their their methods, but not their content. Does that make sense? I got you. Yep. Maybe it's the same thing. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it, there's nothing wrong with drawing inspiration from your favorite creators. I draw I draw inspiration from other creators in my tech niche. I mean. Yeah. It, it's not wrong and it's natural to draw inspiration from other creators. But again, like 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 we always say, you don't want to straight up copy somebody because no. that, that's bad business. That, that, that's, that's, that's how you fail on YouTube, yeah. in my opinion. Literally fail, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah if, and if you are going to copy, be honest about it. Like, there's, but even that, it's like you have to do it for the right reason. Because there are some creators who are literally like trying to be carbon copies. I'm not going to name or name, but there are oh, some out there. Oh, oh, oh y'all know what I mean, you know, like, right. I don't know them. So they're y'all know what right. Oh, shot fired. Shot fired on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you had a soundboard. I was oh, like, yeah, oh. Oh, your boy Viper got some new toys since the last time we talked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was you. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that's a soundboard. Yes. Shots have been fired on the podcast tonight. I'm here for it. <laughs> wow. Woo. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, this is a tech podcast. So we got to talk about yes. tech. You just recently came into acquisition of an iPhone 11. Now, oh. I think... We'll I think before the iPhone 11, you had an iPhone 6S, I believe, right? Um, I think so. no, it was a seven. Yeah, you had an iPhone 7, so you were from a 7 to 11. So yeah. talk about your experience going from that iPhone 7 to your new iPhone 11. Honestly, it was a pretty big jump. <laughs> like, I think I like waiting because I know some tech people, they like getting them like every cycle or whatever, maybe. But I kind of like waiting a couple years in between so there's significant changes when i get the next one so between the 7 and the 11 it was a pretty big difference with the there's no more home button like there is two cameras now yep so it's been awesome i love it like i don't really you know i don't miss anything about the 7 really like <laughs> this one's good now i'm curious with the 11 having two cameras have you used that iphone at all to shoot some of your content yes i actually even more recently, I've started using it more just because the I like the wide angle. Like if I'm just shooting B-roll or something. And this yes. phone shoots in 4K, which is absolutely crazy. Yes, it does. So it doesn't even look bad. Like the only thing is there's not really depth of field, which kind of bugs me a little bit. But I don't really care. Like if it's just B-roll or if I'm, you know, going to the grocery store and I don't want to bring my DSLR with me, like <laughs> it's great. I yeah. like not having to worry about that. It is the iPhone cameras, especially for video. The iPhone is literally the best video smartphone camera in the game, bar none. And I shoot a lot of my B-roll with my iPhone, too, because I don't feel like looking around my Sony camera to do B-roll <laughs> stuff. I just whip out the iPhone, shoot a quick few seconds of B-roll, put in a video, and just be about my way. It's, it's amazing. Is it the best for video? Is that a, is that a fact? The best is that a debate? Video? Oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> the iPhone is the best smartphone for video capability. And it's an industry standard. It is known the industry over. Like, no one's arguing that. There, there is no argument. Literally none. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I won't argue because I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I am the captain of Team Apple. And I know that might sound kind of biased. But even non-Apple people know that if you want to shoot a video with a phone, you're using an iPhone. Like, that's just, that's just known. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because my brother has an Android. I don't... I think it's a... Oh, it's actually a Samsung something now. And... His video is garbage. Like whenever he sends me like Snapchat or something, I'm like, "What is that? <laughs> it's so." Pixely. Oh my god, we gotta do it again. We gotta do it again. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> shot fired! Shot fired on the podcast! Wow! <laughs> Not tonight, she is firing all the shots. I'm here for the shots, and I'm here for this. <laughs> now, do you know what Samsung he has though? Um, no, I think it's a newer one. <gasps> Wow. I don't know what they're called. I'm sorry. It's one of the new because he got it pretty recently. So okay, well, it's probably one of the gal. I'm guessing one of the Galaxy S line. Yeah, 
But you, those, those are pretty good for video. So to hear you call it garbage, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Let's hope there's no one from Samsung listening, and I just called their phone garbage. <laughs> I'll be. I think Samsung can take enough enough abuse today after that event they put on. My God, that event was so boring. Like I'm sorry. Like I love Samsung and their devices, and they make awesome devices. But that event today was trash. It was boring AF. Like they need to do better than that. That was that was terrible. And shout out to my man Chuck from Nomad in the building. What's up, Chuck? How you doing, baby? I see you out there. Appreciate you dropping in. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 was bad. It was, it was bad. Wait, why? Why was it so bad? Was it just boring or like? It would what was the you, difference. Like I th- the way they like, like I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch a WWDC 2020 from Apple this year? Did you watch that? I saw some clips from it. Okay, it that, seemed like it was really well produced. And this, and this, uh, COVID era that we're in with the pandemic going on, obviously all of the events are have to be done digitally, virtually. Apple yeah. WWDC was the gold standard. It was so well done. Uh, one okay. an event earlier, and the one plus event was actually pretty good. I liked, I enjoyed. It. I don't know some people said it, it wasn't that good, but I, I thought it was good. The Apple event, we all thought was good, and then here you come with Samsung and their event today, and I'm like, oh! <laughs> like, I posted a Twitter, I posted a picture on Twitter of me watching the event, and I had my hat covering my face, and it looked like I was like one of the Adam family. Like it was <laughs> bad, it was boring. Like my God, Samsung wow. better. It, it was just that's that's an hour and a half of my life I would never get back, and I wish oh I, would, I wish I could take it back. It was terrible. It was terrible. But yeah, my my brother answered. He says he has the Galaxy S10 Plus. Oh, and you said the video was garbage on the S. <laughs> and then he goes, he wait after he goes. I better not be getting roasted for having an Android. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting roasted for having an Android. Third, you're getting roasted because your sister said your video is trash. That's what she. I said. guess. It just looks like in comparison to the iPhone, it just looks a little over sharp. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, now, that makes sense because Samsung, they they always go with the more vibrant colors. Like, everything's, like, yeah. so vibrant and punchy with them, where iPhone is more true to life. So th- that I can understand. Yeah. So I'll refrain from trash. I'll just say it's over-sharpened. Yeah, uh, over-saturated, <laughs> I think, is what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. That, that's Sam, that, that is typical Samsung, so that definitely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> So while we're talking about the pandemic and things like that, I know you said you were getting cabin fever at home, so you guys went to an actual cabin to or change the switched places. Right. <laughs> so how, how how have you been holding up over the pandemic? Because obviously we we got the social distancing thing going on. We got shelter in place. How have you been yeah. holding? Um, I mean, all in all, like pretty good. My brother tested positive once, but. Mm-hmm. That was weird. Like that whole story is weird. Everyone in my family is fine, which is good. So on that front, very grateful. Um, but I'm in Georgia, so things are pretty crazy down here. Um, <laughs> but all in all, it's been, it's just like kind of stressful and, you know, like it's it sucks, but it is what it is. I'm trying to move, which is complicating things a little bit. Um. But you know, how have you been doing? I've been doing fine. Um, I'm used to being at home. Uh, you, <laughs> I mean, at home where I'm going to the office. But obviously, uh, I am blessed enough to have a job that allows me to work from home. So I've been yeah. working from home for like the past four months. Um, mm-hmm. so I've been working from home. The only time I leave the house is to go to the grocery store and get food. That's literally about it. Yeah. So I'm home, grocery store, and back. That's it. And <laughs> that's how I've been living my life. And I don't mind being yes. at home because it allows me to do more YouTubing. So I like being at home. I'm okay with it. True. <laughs> True. And, and yeah, 
And as you know, Audrey, these people are not taking the necessary precautions to take this thing seriously. We got people out here without math. We got people out here with their math below their nose. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm in Georgia. Like, it's pretty bad. (laughs) I believe (laughs) it. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it's just, it's such a weird year. Hopefully, you know, hopefully this is going to end reasonably soon because, you know, it just sucks for a lot of people. (laughs) I, you know what? I mean, we have been so bad in the way that we have approached it. And I don't know if it's going to end anytime soon for us. And even when we are on the other side, the normal that we were accustomed to before this started will never happen again. We are going to be in a new normal once this whole thing subsides anyway. So it's going to be weird. It's definitely going to be weird. Like I have family in Canada because that's where my mom's side of the family comes from. Mm -hmm. And we we like my mom and I were talking about like, if they could go to Canada for the winter or whatever. And he literally can't like my dad cannot go. Cause he's just, he's only American. So like literally if they, they can't even leave to go to see my grandparents, which is like, yeah. it just sucks. And you people can't go to funeral yeah. people. I mean, right now the American passport will only get you entry into 13 countries. Oh <laughs> and you'd, be around, you'd be over 130, but now it's 13 because even the rest of the world, they want nothing to do with it because they see how poorly we were handling it. Yeah. Yeah, like I was talking to one of my good friends. She lives in um, Belgium or in France, Mm -hmm. and she was she was asking me questions like, "What is going on over there?" Because from an outside perspective, it's like crazy. I mean, it is crazy here too, but especially from an outside perspective, it's not helping our international reputation at all. Um, Yeah, it just it's a mess. Yeah, that's it's, it's it's craziness, definitely. So I'm curious. I want to go back to the uh, the series that you do where you imitate other creators. So I'm curious, who are what what is a creator that you are maybe eyeing to uh, next uh, shadow your content after or do a video shadowing well, what they do? That's actually a great question because that's what I've been trying to figure out for <laughs> ah. next week. <laughs> so maybe you can help me. Who is someone who's like popping off right now? Oh, popping off? Uh maybe someone wants to leave a, a comment. Yeah, or I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't like. I'm I'm kind of a bad person to ask because I mostly watch tech content. But the mm. only non-tech creators that I know that are popping off, I know a uh, Captain Manning is popping off. But I don't know. If, I don't know uh, if she is somebody that you would want to do because she's kind of simple and basic. Oh, Captain Manning. Yeah, yeah, she does YouTube tutorials. So I don't know if that's something. I don't think that would be riveting content for your viewers, <laughs> even though she's, not, she's an awesome I mean, creator. She's awesome. Watching her blow up has been pretty crazy. <laughs> what? Oh my god, he did not just say she should imitate Viper now. That would be oh content. my god. That would be content, baby. <laughs> that would be interesting. Actually, I like the one. I don't think I could match your energy. That would be the problem. But to see you try would be gold. <laughs> that would give that would give you for sure. <laughs> but Renee has a has a better suggestion. Jero undone. Now Jero is a beat. Yeah. I've seen doesn't he do like studio tours? He does well. He did the whole, that. yeah. He does, but he does uh, excellent, detailed camera reviews and gear reviews. So, like, he, you should definitely take a look at Gerald. He's legit. Yeah, I will. That's cool. I did one on Potato Jet, but ah, yeah, that was a little while ago. Yeah, that that would be cool. Who who else, uh, who else could you uh who uh? I don't know. Like, I've kind of been stumped over the past. Have you uh, have you thought about uh, I just seen it all? 
I haven't done one on her. That'd be interesting because she does a lot yeah. of vlogging and stuff, and she does tech and cooking and everything. That would that would that would that would yeah. be a that would be a wide variety of uh, things. <laughs> Just do all of those topics in one video, <laughs> right? Yeah, you have to work it out for you with that one. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I could like cake, like bake something, and also review a camera at the same time. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you just put out a video with you baking something up? I, yeah, I, that was the Kelly one. Oh, I that, mean, that's right. That's right. You made the tear through. That's right. You made the tear through. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah, you just made that video right. Yep. <laughs> oh man, I just baked. I can't do another baking one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, I, I think I just think it would be a good one for you to do down the road when you are ready to tackle that. Like I said, that's a large project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've also been kind of expanding to like movies and anything else in media, basically, like directors. Mm, okay. Because why not? And like, I'm trying to kind of tap into like endless content instead of just relying on like trending people now, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Whatever that whatever you can tap into that will be interesting to your viewer because that's the that's the main thing. Obviously, you have to like who you're trying to go and who you're gonna go shadow, but the other thing is it has to be something that's riveting yeah. to your viewers too, because otherwise, why are you doing it? So Renee yeah. has put out the name Renee said Vanessa from Braincraft. Uh Gary Fender. I don't know any of these people. I've, I've heard of write her. these down. Yeah, I've heard of Lindsay Ellis, I've heard of her, but I don't know what she does, but I've heard of her. <laughs> this is shocking to stay here. I need to write these down. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not going anywhere. <laughs> we can I can highlight them for you. So we got Vanessa. I'll take I'll take all the ideas because even if I don't use one of them, it might like you know Yeah, no doubt. Help me yeah. find another one. Yeah, Mary Fender and Lindsay Ellis. <laughs> Somebody suggested Renee. <laughs> no, <laughs> Renee would be too easy. Like that would all be too easy for Audrey. Y'all have Flossy Carter. <laughs> But but does Audrey have a cat or a dog? Or a dog? She need a pet for, to mess with Flossy, though. I got one. Come. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Wait, come on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait she got white shoes. She got white shoes. There we go. Oh. <laughs> she got the white yeah. shoes right there, y'all. She got the white shoes. Okay. She could definitely do Flossy Cardi because you, you need a pet. You need a pet with white shoes. And long as you got a pet with white shoes, you could do it. <laughs> that was perfect timing. That was perfect timing. That was that was that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is too much fun. This is too much. The dog fun. is like, why did you just ask me to do that? <laughs> the dog's like, yeah, why are you messing me? You probably like sleeping or eating or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting back to uh, technology, I know you just got the iPhone, but is there any other like tech that you might be looking forward to purchasing, or maybe that you might be researching about purchasing this year? I got oh, the. What we got there? We got a Canon. You got a Canon EOS. Was that the EOS R? Or what is that? Yeah, it's the EOS R. I got it. I mean, like at the beginning of this year or something. I don't know. How I don't think I talked to you about it though. No, I didn't know you had that one. Yeah, so I got that. I upgraded from the 60 Mark II. So. Oh, you you went. We leveled up. You leveled up. Yes. Are you, are you liking it? Are you enjoying it? I love it. Like it was kind of weird at first because um, it's electronic now, but. I kind of like it. It's been awesome. There haven't really been, like, at first dealing with the the settings and stuff and the digital, there's, like, a sensor here. And every time you put your finger in front of it, the screen goes black, which is kind of annoying. But also, that's, like, how else are, is it going to know if you're looking in the viewfinder? Other than that, no, like, complaints, though. I really like it. 
Now, I don't know how much you keep up with camera gear, but you know that, uh, or maybe you don't know that camera, uh, Canon just announced the R5 and the R6. I do know about that. I, that was like right before I left on my social media break. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So what are your thoughts about the new R5 and R6? I think it, they look really cool. Didn't the Sony come out with like a new one right after they did. them? Yes, they did. The, a, the A7S three. yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know the exact stats. I just heard that there's some overheating problems, but I don't know how much of a problem that actually is. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, the R the R five is uh, said to have some overheating issues, especially when you're trying to shoot eight K or something like that. So yeah, eight K. Wait, how how do you use eight K? Like who who actually needs eight K? Is it is there a big difference? Like I don't know. I am asking the same question myself <laughs> when Verge put in their review of the Sony that it doesn't do eight K, and I'm thinking to myself. Who needs AK? Nobody needs AK. <laughs> I think my computer might self-combust if there is Unless your name is Marquette Brownlee, you don't need AK right now. What are we talking about here? Like, if you put 4K and AK side by side, and you had someone who really knows cameras look at it, would they be able to... Like, I don't I don't know what the... I don't... I'd have to see it to understand the difference, you know? I don't even know if the difference is perceptible to the human eye at that point. <laughs> so, like... Is there a, a limit to how many, to like how far it goes to where it's just not useful anymore? Yeah, I think I think uh, I heard that pretty much anything over 4K, the human eye can't even uh, can't even tell the difference. So, it's, so I, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> so so I heard it too. Renee Renee said he said you could use it to punch in and, and uh, pan and scan for crop mm -hmm. 4K. So that that's one thing. But yeah, but other that than that, I mean, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, but just, AK is still overkill right now. It's, it's overkill. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it going to stop? Is there going to be 12K next? I I mean, I, no. I think they're going to 16K. I think 16K is the oh next year. Yes. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's madness. Absolute madness. It's never going to end. It never, <laughs> never. It never no human being. It never like, does. Like, 20 years is going to be like 64K or something? Yeah, you never know at this point. You never know. <laughs> so I gotta ask you, by chance, do you own a Nintendo Switch? No, I don't. Ah, okay. It's very sad. My brother has one, right? But I don't. I'll so I kind of know how they work. Why? I'm gonna ask because everybody's been playing Animal Crossing, so I figured I'd ask you if you got to Animal Crossing. Oh, <laughs> like, no, I'm nope. too big <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just play Mario Kart on his Switch sometimes, or Super Smash Bros. <laughs> All right. Oh, I know. I know what I can ask you. So I think it was either last year or the year before last. You made a bet with your parents. Oh, um, yeah. That you can uh, that you can go a year uh, being on your own, doing different freelancing and YouTube and things like that and be OK. Um, yeah. How, how's that working out? How, how did that go for you? Well, the year is like over at this point. So okay. at the beginning, it was, you know, my parents were worried. So it was kind of. Like, it was kind of strict at first. My mom is very organized. She literally made me, like, a quarter sheet with goals that I had to hit. And I was like, this isn't going to happen. But I said yes because I didn't have an option <laughs> at that point. Um, mm -hmm. But it's been a year now. And, like, over this year, I feel like I've just – I've had so many, like, conversations with my parents. And our relationship when it comes to stuff has definitely grown a lot. And I'm moving out in like a month. So Ooh. it's, I mean, it was supposed to be a couple months ago, but um, 
Corona put a put a halt to that one. But like I'm I'm moving out in a month and. So that's kind of like what my goal was a year ago was to be at a point where I could move out. So I guess in that sense, I've accomplished my goal. But I was also a year ago, I was kind of like, I need to prove myself. And like, you know, I was kind of like, I need to prove my parents wrong and all that. But over the year, like I've, I feel like we've just talked a lot about like what it really means to have or to pursue a career in the creative field and stuff. And like they're happy for me to be moving out, you know. Like they're excited. Like it's it's good. It was a hard process, but it was a good one. So, yeah. I guess I don't want to say like I won because <laughs> that's kind of like I don't know. It was a team effort. <laughs> no wrong with that. Hey, I think that all parents want for their kids and to like be capable enough to go out and experience the world on their own and. With their on their own, like two feet and a half, and yeah. do their own thing and survive. And as long as you can do that, I'm pretty sure your parents will be very proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. Like, we're literally driving <laughs> because, well, my brother's also going to college. So we're kind of doing a pit stop and then just going to keep going to LA for me. But whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm out. You're moving to LA? Yes. <laughs> Holy God. You you realize how much it costs to live in Los Angeles these days, right? I am very aware. This has been my life for the past. Like, wow. Yeah. But I have roommates. Like I have friends that I've met through YouTube that I met in college. Like, yeah, it's 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 definitely um wow a move. But that that, you know, that that's yeah. more than a move. That's a hell of a move. Wow. I <laughs> hats off to you. You are you are amazing. If anybody can get it done, it is you. But wow, I'm that that. Wow, that's a hell of a <laughs> you, you going from uh Atlanta to LA. Wow. Yep. <laughs> and you know, right now is not the optimal time, but what are you gonna do about it? Like <laughs> you know what life life waits nobody. Sometimes you gotta make the move, man. Sometimes you gotta make the move. Yep, exactly. <laughs> wow, LA. I <laughs> I I mean, you know, it doesn't really it was because some people ask, like, why don't you just move out somewhere in Atlanta? But I have a lot of friends. Well, a lot. I have friends in L.A. And honestly, right now, like, it made sense to go there or New York um, because that's where, like, a lot of the creative stuff is. Like, I do want to do more work in the film industry. And I get reminded all the time that Atlanta is great for that. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anyone relying on me right now. So why not? Just gonna go live with some you know, friends. That is, that is the best thing. Like when you are when you have like nothing holding you down or holding you back, you can just go and live life and do whatever you want to do. That that is the absolute best. So you're young, <laughs> you have your whole life ahead of you. So you go ahead, you know what? You go ahead, you move to LA, do what you gotta do. I hope I actually I don't even hope I know it'll work out the best for you because I know how much of a hard worker you are, and I know you'll make things happen. So kudos to you, salute to you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. Hopefully, no more surprises. With COVID before then. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. Yeah. Just, uh, I'm, I hear LA is a crazy place, though. So just make sure you got your your head on the equipment, like <laughs> yeah. <eye open. laughs> yeah, it's definitely going to be a little bit of a change from Georgia. <laughs> just a, just a little bit, just, just a little, little bit. bit. So yeah. I, I'm kind of curious. Um, what is your like your end goal with YouTube? Are you trying to become like a full time YouTuber, or what are you trying to do exactly? Um. 
I mean, honestly, I do want Create Her to be a big part of like what I do going forwards. I'm what I found out over the past year, like I tried doing some PA work as well. Well, I didn't the pandemic kind of stopped that, but I like I did research and I went to a workshop on like PA stuff. So I definitely do want to like get on set and learn more about that world too. Um, but I think YouTube will always be like my home base. So I definitely do want to like a huge priority is to grow the channel. And I think YouTube is a great way to like branch out into other things as well. So, you know, I've like, I've loved YouTube forever, literally since like I was growing up. So I don't think I'd ever stop like posting that just doesn't even compute like, in my brain. <laughs> um, so I definitely want to keep growing the channel, but I also have interest in going like doing stuff with Create Her and, you know, trying to grow that and make more opportunities for not me, like other people out of that. And then also maybe pursue like filmy stuff. Uh -huh. Maybe at the same time. I mean, LA is the place to do it, definitely. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, YouTube's a great way to do that. If I say that, like in my videos all the time, like that I'm interested in film stuff, you literally never know with this with YouTube. Like, that's the awesome thing about it. Like, you never know who's watching. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Um, me and you ended up in the same place back in 2018. We met in real life at Vid Summit. And yeah. Yeah, it's amazing what uh what YouTube can bring you and the opportunity that it could present if yeah. you allow yourself to live in and get caught up in them. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like literally the weirdest stuff comes from like just making videos online, but it's amazing. So it literally is. Oh careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, when we first started the podcast, you were talking about how you were taking a uh social media hiatus. So I want to talk to you a little bit about like technology and how it impacts like mental health. So I'm, I guess I guess I'm trying to ask you what led to you taking that hiatus from social media? Well, my friend Josie, she has a channel, Life Like Josie. <laughs> she's a subtle plug. Um, and she, like, we were on a call one day brainstorming. She's like, I want to do a 30-day social media challenge. And do you want to do it with me? And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was thinking about it more. And since I've been in, like, a creative block, I think one of the reasons is, you know, quarantine, you're stuck at home. Like, I've been on my phone too much. Um, so I was I was thinking, like, you know what? This might be a good thing to, like, help me stop mindlessly scrolling too much. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't even my idea. It was my friend's idea, and I was just like, okay. I have broken it, though, a couple times, and I've told her this. So this isn't a secret, but um, it's been hard. So much crazy stuff is happening in the world right now, and I can't go on Twitter. Like, that's where I get most of my information about what's, like, happening, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so it's been great because I feel like I'm not, you know, my screen time is down, but at the same time, I feel out of the loop. Like, my mom was the one who told me that TikTok was going to be banned, like, seriously, like, a couple days ago when it yeah. seemed like it might actually happen. And I was like, okay, this is just weird. Like, my mom is giving me TikTok news. Like, since when? Since when does this happen? <laughs> like, I'm way, I'm so out of the loop. So, I don't know. It's not like that's, you know, extremely important information. But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. I guess I've been 
struggling with that balance. Mm-hmm. And it's only been a week in. We're a week in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't know if I can do it, man. I like. I like being present and being connected to things like that. So I don't know if I can take a social media hiatus. But hey, more. Ask all the people that do that stuff. I mean, some, I know sometimes you got to get away because you got you just got to get away because sometimes the internet can be a toxic, toxic place. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think like your original question was how it impacts mental health. I just think there's a limit to too much like consuming and not enough. Like if you're just if you're not a creator and you're just on social media, I feel like that's a different perspective at least for me because when i'm on social media it's like to connect and to see what other people like my friends are up to and to be like on top of trends and stuff so for me that's why i'm on social media if i'm just kind of if i'm not a creator i feel like it would just i don't want to say it's like important for me but i feel like i kind of have to know what's going on in order to make content that's relevant to that if that makes sense yeah definitely absolutely so and like being a creator is making stuff and posting it online so if you're not social media like what are you what are you doing so (laughs) i mean um, that's part of being a creator right but just like too much consuming is bad for anyone i think like (laughs) (laughs) you got you got to draw a line somewhere i'm definitely gonna start using um the screen time like limits more um, okay. Just focus on getting it down, I guess. I watch too much YouTube. That's the problem. Right there. Is there a such thing as watching too much YouTube, though? I don't know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you go down rabbit holes and then it just never ends and it's not productive. <laughs> hey, it you gotta get up early. Now, sometimes you need to consume to come up with ideas, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but once you get down like dumb rabbit holes that have nothing to do with your actual content, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it, 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 it's so it's so weird how easy YouTube makes it for you to get lost down those rabbit holes too. It, I it, mean, it, that's what they want you to do. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly, and they do it well. That algorithm is yep. a mofo. <laughs> yep. Oh, I saw that Reels came out today in the U.S. Is that? Oh, the Instagram thing. Yeah. Yep. Is that what do you do? You think it's going to replace TikTok eventually? No, no, no. First of all, uh, Trump, I. Trump had made a comment that he's going to ban TikTok the next day. It didn't happen. Now he's saying that if no American company buys TikTok, he's going to ban it by September 15th. I don't think he's going to ban it. I, I think TikTok is going to hang on. Uh, either, either I know there were talks about uh, there were talks about Microsoft buying TikTok. I don't know if that can happen. Then there was a report yesterday that Apple would have interest in buying TikTok. That's not going to happen. So I think somebody's going to come in and save TikTok at the 11th hour and <laughs> it'll, it'll live. It's not going anywhere. I don't think so. Okay, but so if it does live, do you think Reels will eventually replace it? No, I mean they they replace Snapchat stories. Listen, Instagram is always trying to do things. They tried to (laughs) use it uh, IGTV to mess with YouTube and fail miserably. So yeah, uh, no, (laughs) TikTok is its own unique thing. It's like its own unique monster. Yeah, like I was talking to my brother about how Snapchat stories were easily replaced because they're just a tool, but mm-hmm. TikTok is an out al- like the algorithm makes it good. So unless you know Instagram can like recreate that technology to make like a good uh, algorithm yeah. like that, then it will never replace it. So. Light, long, 
like the poet just said, TikTok is a literal culture. Like you're not replacing that. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Unless they get some big creators to go over. No, Microsoft really? tried that with Mixer, and again, they failed. <laughs> so no, it's not about the creators, it's about the community. And TikTok has mm -hmm. the whole live community, and they're not abandoning that ship at any time. <laughs> True. Who is your favorite YouTuber? I'm curious. Who's my favorite YouTuber? Your favorite, yeah. Uh, um, my all-time favorite is probably Connor Frantic, because he's the one who inspired me to get started. And I still like watching him to this day. And what does he do? I could I never heard of him. Um, well, at the time he did challenges and like was one of those stereo oh, I don't want to say stereotypical, but he did like challenges and like he's like the classic OG, like 2014 YouTuber. And now he does I don't even know how to describe it. He's kind of more like artsy. So sometimes like his most recent video, he literally wrote a poem and then put like B-roll and like made it cool. And um I don't really know how to explain it. He's he's really like inspired me though from the beginning like it was one of his videos that i copied the first time um and honestly the reason why i probably like him is just like for his personality like there's not like one thing that really is like he shoots like amazing b-roll or something like it's just because i like following him and i have for like eight years or something nine years or something now like it's been a long time so I've literally watched him from when he was younger than me. Mm, okay. So yeah. I feel like that just kind of, I'm forever loyal. <laughs> hey, no wrong there. Well, you like who you like. I've been watching Faulty Carter for over 10 years now. So oh, my God. I understand. Yeah. So, no, since to answer your question, I don't think she's wearing the Sony, but what headphones are you wearing, Audrey? What we got there? Bozy. <laughs> oh my god i've never heard it called bozy before <laughs> all right I'm, let me stop laughing stop being a, a dick um it's called bold but okay. <laughs> bozy sounds cooler it's more fun <laughs> bozy sounds like a name of your pet <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> bozy oh man somebody record that one <laughs> hey I think it's a great name. <laughs> you know I'm gonna let you have it. I'm gonna let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Audrey Amber, thank you for the conversation today. I appreciate you so so much. Thank you. Thanks for ha having me. <laughs> Anytime. We definitely have to do this again sometime. No doubt about it. Before yes. we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Um, I'm just Audrey Amber everywhere, basically. So Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Audrey Amber. Or, and if you want to follow Create Her, we have Twitter. I say we, it's just me running the thing. Um, there's a Twitter and a Facebook group if you're interested. Boom. <laughs> Shout out to those of y'all that are listening on audio only. Thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. I appreciate you guys rocking out each and every week. If you want to go check out Audrey's content, her info will be in the show notes. So definitely go down there and check her out. If you guys would like to support or donate to the podcast, uh, there should be a buy me a coffee link in the show notes. Not required, but anything that you're willing to do, greatly, greatly appreciate it. However, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating or review so we can get the podcast discovered and get more people watching the show and get back to the top 200 of tech podcasts on Apple. So if you're on Apple Podcasts listening, please, please, please leave a rating or review. But until the next time, people, this your boy, Viper. The man about tech.
You know where to find me. So come back for more. <laughs>